welcome back to Living in the Way. Uh, I hope you've been enjoying this journey with us and I trust that you're you're getting a lot out of it and uh, that in the time that you're spending listening to these, I really hope that you're engaging with other people in the, the community of the way and getting feedback and, and input from, from them. And I really trust that the person who's put you onto this podcast is actually taking the time to go over this stuff with you as well. Uh, but today we're talking about the Spirit's work. Uh, this is session seven, and uh, we're, we're talking about what the Holy Spirit does in our lives and how he leads and guides and impacts us. And today I'm really pleased to have a dear friend and, and brother in the Lord and co-worker with us, Ben Brady. It's good to have you here, Ben. Yeah, it's good to be here. It's uh, wonderful to have you stepping in and joining in on these conversations with us. Mm. So uh, we're going to talk about the, the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We've, we've already discussed who God is and, and Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We've talked about their identities. We've talked about being baptised in the Holy Spirit. But being baptised in the Holy Spirit is really only the start of the journey. Yeah. Uh, from there, it's a, a lifetime of interacting with him and, and him ministering to our lives. So, uh, Ben, since becoming a Christian, have you ever experienced anything where you would say the Holy Spirit has taught you something or, or shown you something or in in some way has, has spoken to you? Oh, you know, it's a... It's a daily thing, really. Like, that's, it's kind of a, that thing where, you know, once you realize who you are in Christ and, and what it means to actually be born again and be part of his kingdom, you know, being led by the spirit is, you know, kind of, you know, and being taught of the spirit is kind of a really basic everyday thing. It's so, you know, like, oh, he, he te- taught me so much about, you know, my character. So basically, you know, from my story, like I started from scratch, like in my salvation, deliverance, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, I was delivered from intellectual disability. Yeah. So I, Holy Spirit was basically teaching me how to be, you know, a functioning human again. <laughs> so everything... Like, the way I describe it to people is, like, you know, I was delivered in my 20s, but I was going through the stages of, you know, kindergarten, primary school, puberty, and functioning adult at the same time. Yeah. So, I needed Holy Spirit to guide me through that process. So, can you give us some, you know, maybe uh, one particular example of where you would say the Holy Spirit really taught you or showed you something in particular. Give us an example. When God shows us something or when he teaches us something, what it actually looks like. Yeah, yeah. So quite a lot of the time, you know, he'll, he'll speak to us through a person or he'll speak to us, you know, predominantly through scripture, but he'll make a point of it, like he'll highlight it through some dream or some, some you know, really... Um, I would say bizarre circumstance mm-hmm. um, that, you know, it's not that, you know, God only speaks 
through, you know, through strange happenings or anything like that. He'll speak through people and he'll speak through, um, you know, scripture and all that kind of stuff. But he'll highlight something with, you know, something that's quite significant, whether it be a recurring dream, a, a, a strange, you know, coincidence inver- in inverted comma- commas. Well, let's, that- maybe let's go and unpack that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get into it, let's have a, a read of a scripture. And mm-hmm. again, I just want to encourage you, uh, as you're uh, going through this, Take time to note down the scriptures or get onto the Way website where you can see the conversation points mm. and have a read of those scriptures for yourself. But uh, in John 14, 26, and we're reading from the Amplified Version here, we want to kind of blow out what we're talking about here. Can you read uh, John 14, 26 for us? Please? Yeah, for sure. But the helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to resent, represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things, and he will be, help you remember everything that I have told you. Wow. So we're, we're told in the scripture that the Holy Spirit hmm. is our helper, our intercessor, our counsellor, our strengthener, our comforter, and that he's there to represent Jesus and to teach us, Mm. as it says in this version, all things. Mm. So does that mean that he's going to to teach us how to understand E equals MC squared? Well, maybe. Maybe, (laughs) But perhaps not, but... It's talking about really all the things that are pertinent to our lives and what mm. we need to understand mm. about him. That's right. Now, to, to understand equals MC squared, maybe that's not going to have an impact uh, in any great way on our lives, mm. but but to understand who God is and to come into a depth of that, that's what he's teaching us. Yeah. So let's look at how the Holy Spirit actually helps us. Uh have you ever wondered about how to live this Christian life? I really like what you were saying before, Ben, how as a, a young man that, that got got delivered mm. of intellectual disability, mm. that that you had to kind of learn how to engage with people and, and to live a normal life. And yeah. I, I imagine that for the person that's listening, you're not going through that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but, but what you are going through is learning what does living this Christian life look like, like on a day-to-day basis. That's it. And I think, I think the thing that, um, particularly with our, with our mindset, we have everything separated into compartments and boxes. But I think for me, my understanding grew that there was, you know, intersects with, you know, what Holy Spirit was teaching me that applied to all areas of life, to the way that I interacted with people, the way that I did conducted my work, the way that I, um, you know, the kind of work that I, that I would do, all that kind of stuff like that has intersects with the character and nature and, and plan and purpose of God. Mm. So I think there's a, yeah, it, as someone who's, who's understood, you know, what it's like to be built from the ground up, by God, 
Um, yeah, there's, there's actually no limit to what Holy, how this knowledge that Holy Spirit teaches us, um, applies to everyday life. Now, you mentioned one of the things before, which, uh, we'll, we'll read a scripture on now, which is about how he teaches us through the Bible. Mm. Uh, so we're going to read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Yep. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. Fantastic. So God gives us the scripture mm. for the reason of teaching us and directing us and correcting us. Mm. And all of the Bible is good for that. And that's one of the things you need to understand about this amazing book is even though it's it's got historical references and things like that, yes, the the purpose of it mm. is actually to, to speak to every single one of us. And it's actually interesting that you mentioned like historical references because that's actually one of my favourite portions of scripture. Like one of the books that I always keep coming back to is the first five, where you know you got particularly around Deuteronomy because you've got. What you have is God actually taking a culture that has been broken down by hundreds of years of slavery mm. um, and he's building it up from scratch. So as someone who's, you know, been enslaved by, you know, mental illness and, and different things in my personal life, I gravitate towards that. You know, how does, how does a people that weren't a people become a people under God? That's really interesting because, you know, most people would look at Deuteronomy and go, oh, that's one of the boring books. Mm -hmm. you know? But uh, it, that's just a wonderful example mm. of, of how God builds us through the word. And mm. even sometimes some of the, what, what people might think is the driest or dustiest parts. That's it. Can have an amazing impact on your life. And, and I guess for you, the listener, the thing I want you to really understand is that when this scripture in Second Timothy says all scripture is inspired by God, mm. it really means all scripture. Mm. And we want to encourage you to get into the habit of getting the scripture into your life. Mm. And uh, whether you want to do something like a read, a read the Bible in a year program or, or something like that, that can be great. But but really, learning the scripture is mm -hmm. about learning the word. And the word is not just black and white on the page. It's a person. And, and the other thing, too, is like even just reading, like even if you feel like you don't get anything out of it on that particular reading, just getting into the habit of reading it, mm. just so it's in you. Yeah. Because that's, that's an important step in being led by the Spirit is just having scripture in your head. Yeah. Even if it says nothing to you on the day, mm. the fact that it's in there will mean that, that that's, that's something that our Holy Spirit can bring to your remembrance. Like what we read earlier, he'll, he'll cause you to remember the things that we've taught you. Yeah. Um, you know, getting into the habit of just reading for the sake of reading is, is actually a really healthy habit. Yeah. Um, right. and gets you in a good position to being taught by the Holy Spirit. 
That's great because sometimes people can go, oh, I didn't get anything out of mm. what I've just read. It really doesn't matter. It's amazing how much actually does go in. Mm. You remember, this is not just some novel. This is a divinely inspired book. It's extraterrestrial origin. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the words of God and, and it will actually feed your spirit just by taking the time to read it. So I, I've just said inspired by God. Um, ben, when we say that it's, it's inspired by God, what do you think that means? So when I read scripture, I, I, I know full well that this, this has been written by humans, but this is the account of humans who've had an encounter with God. Yeah. They, they have, they have seen something, they, they have witnessed something and they're writing it down. You know, something that's been so fundamental and changed their lives that they had to record it. Um, and, and so the idea that, um, you know, God coming into contact with humans, um, you know, is an earth shattering concept, but the idea of it being inspired, you know, when you see something that's, you know, changes your life, you feel inspired to record it, you feel inspired to pass it on. So how do you think the Holy Spirit then teaches us from scripture? Well, like I said, we're, we're reading the accounts of people who have been in contact with God. And so when we are saved and born again, that is what we've been saved into, to have communion and have contact and have relationship with God. So by reading the accounts of other people who, who had encounters with God, we are actually, you know, tuned in to keep, to um, be developing that relationship, our own relationship with God. Fantastic. That's good. All right, so we're going to have a look at another scripture uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Hmm? No one can know a person's thoughts except the person's own spirit, and no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. Okay, so then how can we know God's thoughts and I, I think this is a really important thing to to get ahead around because we want to know what God thinks mm. and all through the scripture it encourages us to know God's mm. thoughts and if you've been around this community long enough I'm sure that you have heard people say things like God's told me mm-hmm. blah 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 mm. or I heard the Lord say and you might be thinking, are all these people hearing voices? <laughs> and I, I think it's probably worth explaining that yeah. when when we say we hear God, yeah, we're we're hearing His thoughts expressed to us. Is that 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 sense of um, what people we need to realize that when what Jesus brought with our redemption with the redemption of mankind and when we accept that and when we we weigh into that and walk in it, um, we've been brought a level of intimacy that is doesn't happen between humans. Yeah. The, but sure, surely it must be open to subjective interpretation. If one's getting just thoughts in their mind, it's... It, in that sense, well, one could think, well, that's dangerous, you know, and I think that's why why scripture becomes so important, isn't and, it? And scripture is the spotter's guide to God. 
Yeah, you, fantastic. You look, you look at scripture and you line it up with what you're thinking because this is the thing. We all have many conflicting at times voices competing for our attention, whether they, whether we've intentionally let them in or, you know, let them, allowed them to influence us or they're subconsciously speaking to us. So the, the trick is to actually become familiar with scripture enough that when you hear something that sounds like it, you know, that's, that's, um, that's God. Cause it says in scripture that, you know, my sheep know my voice. That's fantastic. Cause that, yeah, there were many shepherds. They were all speaking to their own sheep, but the sheep who belonged to that shepherd knew their shepherd's voice. Mm. So it's not about, you know, everything that I think has to be inspired by the Holy Spirit in some way. I just need to tune into his voice to be able to hear what he's saying. And the way that I get to know his voice is to read things that he said to other people. Great. So let's have a look at John 16, 13. Uh, we're just going to show in these next few scriptures about how the Holy Spirit actually does bring correction to us. So uh, John 16, 13. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin, have God's righteousness and the coming judgment. Sorry, read uh, the scripture before that, 16. Sorry. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> and when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. So according to this scripture, how then do we find truth? By leading, following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Mm. And so, you know, the, the thing is, is that as, as you said, when we've got the spotter's guide of scripture, mm. that's one expression of the truth of God. Mm. The next one comes from following that, that prompting, that nudging, mm. that direction of the spirit on our lives. Because this is the thing. If you merely stopped at scripture and reading the accounts of others, faith in God. You're living vicariously through them, yeah. which is which is a form of religious practice that actually doesn't bear fruit. Yeah. And the thing is God wants to bear fruit in mm. our lives. And so he's going to to in that relationship with us, he's going to bring what we call conviction, which mm. is where he starts addressing things like sin in our lives and mm. bringing that into account. Uh, let's now look at that scripture, yeah, John yeah. 16, 18. And, uh, eight, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. So the Holy Spirit actually convicts us of sin, righteousness, and the judgment that's to come. I mean, conviction means making us aware deep down inside that mm. that's, that's reality. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Holy Spirit teaches us. He corrects us. And he also leads us. Romans 8.14. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. And you'll find that this is like a... Marquee scripture in this community of believers. Mm. Those who are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, as it says in, in the King James. So what does it mean to be led by the Spirit of God? Uh, let's have a look at Romans 8, 26, 27. 
and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. So here we see that, you know, this is one of the reasons why speaking in tongues is so important, Mm. is because the Holy Spirit is actually leading us and guiding us and and directing us. And even in our prayer, when we don't know what to pray, Mm. he prays in and through us. Mm. So uh, the the leading of the Spirit will play out not just in our prayer life, but if as we learn to hear his voice mm. and to follow him, we can literally find ourselves in a place where we're driving in the car and he says, turn left here. Yeah. Go into this shop or go and talk to that person on that, that bench over there. Mm. And, and as we respond to the Holy Spirit, we become just like Jesus when he walked the earth. And, and really that's what we're aiming for. Yeah, and that's the thing, like this this idea of being led by the Spirit and waiting on the Lord is actually an active, dynamic position of life. You know, it's never static. It's never, you know, you, you're not going to be put in a position where, you know, I, I'm going to cloister myself for three years or something like that. Yeah. Because um, the Spirit of God, you know, the nature of God is to be, you know, reaching out to his children, speaking to them, you know, activating them, sending them forth, all that kind of stuff. So once again, you know, reading the spotter's guide in scripture, we can tell that, you know, those who are led by the spirit of God are going to be doing the kind of things that God did when he was manifest on the earth and through Jesus Christ. And, and that's what leads them. To mm. that relationship, that interaction, that engagement with the Holy Spirit actually leads to us changing. That's right. We, we start transforming that, that new creature that we have become in Christ actually begins to, to take form and to, to find its feet and to, to find its expression in the newness of that, that creation. Mm. Uh, and we see that. How, how the Spirit changes us in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Uh, and we're again, we're going to read this from the Amplified because I, I, I want you to, the Amplified as it sounds, mm. amplifies the words. It blows things up and helps yep. us get a bigger picture. That's right. But the fruit of the Spirit, the results of His presence within us, is love unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while we're waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. So uh, you've already mentioned a little bit of this, but uh, since coming to the Lord and having this radical change that's taken place in your life. Mm. Maybe highlight some some point for us, a uh, before or uh, before and after, you know, where have you seen God change your nature? Yeah. 
So a uh, classic example um, would be uh, due to the particular disability that I had, I was very much, I had OCD, mm-hmm. which meant that everything had to be done by everyone in a particular way or I would have a meltdown. And so that kind of like lack of self-control, cause it was completely involuntary. Yeah. Like I would have a panic attack if someone started dusting something the wrong way. And, and really, I mean, our society is renowned for, um, uh, diagnosing things, mm. giving, giving effectively sinful behavior. Yeah. A medical name. That's right. To, to dismiss it. Mm. But really, having a meltdown because someone's dusting the wrong way, mm. that's impatience and intolerance. That's right. And, you know, has no concern about, you know, what the other person is going through. Yeah. So they're just trying to go through their day. Yeah. So that that kind of, like, self-centered, you know, complete and out of control to the extent where everyone has to adjust their behavior to suit my needs mm. is totally polar opposite to what we just read. Yeah, absolutely. And and when you're operating like that, mm. uh, do you love for others? No. No. Peace, not, inner peace? Not at all. No, <laughs> not at no. all. And, and so we see this going on in the lives of people around us, anger, intolerance, frustration. Yeah. None of this is, is what Galatians calls the fruit of the Spirit. When Mm. The spirit's active in our lives. There is a fruit mm. that comes from that, and that fruit looks like the things that we're reading in the scripture. And this really can become a mirror for you. Yeah. That as you are, as you walk your life in Christ. Yeah. Are you seeing this kind of transformation taking place? And that's it. And it, it's really interesting to, to note the difference between understanding these as fruit and, un, and understanding these as goals. Because yeah. a goal is something that you set for yourself to achieve. Fruit is just evidence that you're already doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. It, something that's welling up from within, from mm. a transformed heart, that's transformed right. spirit. The byproduct of that is these things. If you try to live like this out of your own accord, you will surely fail. Exactly. And and there's going to be so much information out there on how to work on these things. But as the, as it, it says, like even out of even in that, like the endeavor of trying to be, I'm going to be more you know, gracious to people because I want something. You know, even that is a is a product of some kind of self will self-improvement kind of thing like you break it down to the motivation level Mm. and you find that it falls apart pretty quickly there's some kind of ulterior motive yeah well as being said told you know just follow the holy spirit and these things will be a sign that you're doing that yeah is a completely different approach so we want to just for, for those of you that are listening, we really want to pray that the Holy Spirit will have free access to your life. Mm, absolutely. That, that as you walk this life with him, that the fruit of the Spirit of God would begin to show through in your life and, and be an evidence to the fact that you are being transformed by his Spirit. 
Mm. And wherever you are right now, as, as you're listening to this, I, I just invite you to take a moment, close your eyes, just stop whatever you're doing, just for this moment, and invite the Holy Spirit, come, transform me, change me, make me into the divine creature that you call me to Let the fruit of the Holy Spirit correct me and be shown in my life. We just we invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and do that in Jesus. I want to thank you, Ben, for being part of this, this session. Yeah, yeah, thanks for inviting me. I'm sure we'll see you in another one. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon.